0: welcome to the money making housewife show the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it i'm your host jaleesa smith and in this podcast i share lessons and insights from my journey managing my roles as a wife and mom pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too listen it's definitely not easy but we got this ladies now let's get into the show All right, today's gem of the day comes from a mantra that I just saw come across my screen on my phone from my mantra app. I done told y'all about this app. You know what? I need to link it actually in the show notes because y'all need this app. I promise it really comes through for me during the day. It just brings me just uplifting and positive messages throughout the day. And I speak them to myself. And I don't know, it just it's cheesy, but it makes me feel better. So I'm going to link that in the show notes. And anyway, so get the mantra app. It's a little pink icon in the app store. And it's, it's like light pink and then like a white circle. So anyway, the mantra, I can't find it again, but it went something like, I muster up hope and courage from deep within me so I like that because I feel as though I am. Hmm, Okay. So I'm, I'm talking to you today about just certain challenges that we're facing now with our daughter. And it's, I mean, it's not really like, it's not that deep. Like she just has to do a, a complete diet change, but you know, like, like it's, it's really official now. Like before it was like, okay, we're going to eat gluten-free at home. And when we go out, you know, eat whatever. But now it's like, we have to also watch where we go to eat when we eat out, because we need to make sure that wherever we're eating has gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, um, egg-free options. Whereas before I was, I was told that she's allergic to eggs, right? From the allergist even though she's eaten eggs before. So, you know, I was like, okay, she doesn't, she's not going to eat like, you know, whole eggs, like scrambled eggs and things like that. But um, now it's like she, we did a stool test for her to test, um, you know, a panel to see how her reactions are to gluten, soy, dairy, and eggs. And all of of her levels were high, which it doesn't mean that she has an allergy but what it does indicate is that she has an intolerance, okay? So you, you can still have issues, gut issues, um, inflammation issues, and other type of issues with intolerances. you know, like sensitivity issues. Like your body can be reacting in different ways. And obviously, over time, you don't want to keep giving your body food that it really can't tolerate. Like eventually it's going to lead to an allergy or it's going to lead to something bigger. It's like, why do you think so many people are dealing with autoimmune issues now and so many random, you know, disorders and all these things? Right. So I'm not about to get into the science of things. You can listen to my friend Sean, The Model Health Show. Listen to his podcast because he's got episodes on all of this. It's amazing. It's literally a wealth of just a, a, a podcast full of just wealth and, and health and all the things we need to know to live our best, most healthiest um, self. So anyways, I'm just gonna share my experience with you so far. It's been a couple weeks since we've received the the test results from her stool test. And you know it it wasn't surprising because when I first when we first started to work with this integrative health practice, which I also didn't mention. So we're working with an integrative health practice. They're located out in Colorado, but we do everything, you know, through telehealth or whatever. So they they are going to help her, you know, reduce her inflammation and also detox. And the next test that we're doing is actually going to test her gut bacteria and see, you know, if she has any parasites and all these things, right, which I actually thought this past test was for, but this past test was only for the food. So I'm like, okay, it's like a whole entire process, and when we, when we signed up, and it's really crazy how I found the woman who – it's not her practice, but she is part of the clinicians on staff, like, who created this practice, right? So she's really amazing woman. She healed um, – She well, she won't say she healed, but she – really helped her son heal, and I'm, I'm, I don't wanna say heal, she really helped him with his autism diagnosis. And he was diagnosed with autism when he was like three. And he, um, you know, he was considered nonverbal and almost, you know, to the point where he couldn't even really think. They, they thought that he couldn't really even think for himself, like he would have to have assistance his whole life. And now, you know, five years later, he's excelling in school and in in life in general. Like he can play piano by ear like he's doing so well. He can obviously talk. He can all these things. Right. So, you know, um, our daughter was also diagnosed with autism in May of 2021. And usually I don't share this because one, I don't claim it. I really don't like I'm not being naive or anything like that because we obviously got her evaluated for a reason. You know, it took us three evaluations actually to actually get that diagnosis. Two two of the of the evaluations were via like telehealth you know so it you know they're virtual they couldn't really tell they didn't think that she was like she's probably considered borderline like whatever but um the third one in person was like yeah but it was really it wasn't it was it was really a hard pill to swallow for me because as her mom I was thinking okay what did I do wrong like what what did I not do was it was it this? Was it that? Was it the C-section? Was it the intervention? You know, like, like what was it? Did I, is it because I didn't know I was pregnant for three months and I wasn't taking my prenatals and, you know, because I didn't know I was pregnant for three months. <laughs> so, I'm like, was, you know, but then, you know, after that initial wave of, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda faded, I had to think, like, okay, what are we going to do from, from now? Like, what are we going to, like, okay, it is what it is. What's up? And the thing is that I feel really, I feel really good about it because, I mean, she's made so much progress and she's just so amazing. She's always been such an amazing light. She's always been so, she really brings light to every single room that she walks in. I have never loved someone so much in my life. And I know my husband can say the same thing. She's literally the light of our lives. And she is also a light to everyone around her. I just got a progress report from her school, which I love. They give little progress reports every week. And for hover moms like me, that is really important. OK, like I freaking love it. I'm very grateful for it, especially after, you know, what I was talking about a couple episodes ago. We ain't going to go there again. But y'all know the the, the real ones, know. So <laughs> anyway, I um, so I got a progress report that she you know she noticed another kid she, she was kind to, to another kid she noticed another kid was playing by themselves or they weren't really playing with anyone and so she 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 walked over to the kid took their hand and walked them over to what they call a communication board now I don't know what this looks like like I don't I'm not at the school so i don't know but it's called a communication board she pointed to it and she said let's play and i just love that because it, it shows not only kindness and just how sweet and amazing she is and how caring but also the fact that she had that awareness to know like okay this kid is by themselves why are they by themselves they should be playing around with us like they should be playing i don't want them to be alone and that's a trait that I have. I always want to make people feel comfortable around me. I always want to make them feel included. And I just, I feel like I've always really been like that. And it's it's not that like I'm, I'm trying to be this like nice girl or whatever. It's genuinely how I feel. It, it pains me when I see that someone, they, they might want to be included, but they don't really know how to, you know, like how to initiate conversation or just join the, the party or the 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 group whatever so I just love that she has that trait and I love that it's developing in her at such a young age and I love the fact that I just it really shows that awareness and you know as a a parent of a child who was diagnosed with autism you you think all these things like okay are they ever going to be able to do this are they ever going to know that are they ever going to be aware or you know be able to to do this and that you know like You just think because it's like because now your kid has this diagnosis. They have this label. And, you know, I'm I'm very intentional of saying that she was diagnosed. I don't say that she is because I really believe that what comes after I am and what comes what would come after, you know, she is would be really to kind of just put a label on her that I do not believe she like I don't want that to be a part of her identity you know and I I don't want to sit there and and it's like I don't want to offend anyone with this either if I'm offending you I apologize I don't want to offend you because I know people feel different ways about this and there's nothing wrong there's also a whole field of study that I do need to look more into but I discovered it when I was doing some research Um, it's a field called neurodiversity and I for one just being in this world now and just seeing how many how long the wait lists are for even evaluations how long the wait lists are for speech therapy and OT and all these other services I am just I was looking around like hmm it, it this is not this this should not be you know like do we, wh- why are we calling this something different? It, it really makes me wonder, like, I really be looking at things with a big picture, you know, from a big picture standpoint, and I'm looking at things like if there's this many kids who are, quote unquote, on the spectrum or have a speech delay or are developing at a different rate, should we like like what is considered normal? Like, what's the baseline? You know, like, or is the baseline still the baseline? And I should have done some research, be- I guess, before I started talking about this. But I know, I think recently, um, I want to say, who was it? Not NIH, uh, one of those government agencies. Uh, they've they've changed some of their guidelines on like ch- child's milestones, so. You know, I think that the field of neurodiversity is being explored a bit more and I hope it continues to be explored a bit more so that maybe, you know, 20 years from, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, there's a lot of kids that are not made to feel as though they're, they're like so different. And I mean, it's not really a bad thing to be different. So I go back and forth with this. I'm just being super honest with you. Um... It's like it's not that um, autism is bad, but as a parent, you don't want anything less than the quote unquote best for your kids. So you want them to have all the advantages. You want them to be able to, to take all that life has to offer. And when you're faced with, you know, a, a diagnosis that implies that they won't or that they that there's a possibility that it's going to make things a lot worse you know a little bit or a lot more challenging for them it really makes you like dang like dang i don't want that for my kid like i want them to and i'm not going to say that i want her to be like everybody else cuz i don't i'm a weirdo and i and i enjoy it i like being a weirdo i'm not going to lie um but um i don't know i'm just i'm just being honest with with this and talking to you i never even I just there's a it's like I'm not ashamed of it like I I'm not ashamed of it at all it's just that I don't I'm just very very intentional with the words that I speak and especially how I speak over my child you know there is it's like you we we have so many so many hopes and dreams and everything for our children. And you just want to give them the best. You want to give them everything that you didn't have. You want to give them every advantage that you didn't have or that maybe you did have. And you, you want them to take advantage of that too. You want to make sure that they have all the tools they need to, to get through life and to not only just get through life, but thrive and, you know, be a productive member of society and, and be a great person, a great human being, and contribute to the good of the world and make the world a better place, right? So I want all those things for her, obviously. And I see so much light inside of her. And we just, me and my husband, like we don't want anything, like we are determined to just not, like she's gonna, she's, first of all, Savannah is that girl, okay, my daughter is that girl. Like she is lit. She is so smart. She is so just, she's such a great human already. Like, I just love it. I just, and I just want to keep that light, that spark. I I don't want her to ever let it go. And, And I don't want her to deal with the same insecurities I dealt with. And, but I, but at the same time, We were concerned when we first got the diagnosis because we're like, yo, we don't want her to be taken advantage of by anyone. Like we don't we don't want there to be a situation where she is just unaware of what's going on and people are taking advantage or, you know, it's just we already have to worry about these things. If you know, as a typically developing human, you already have to worry about all the different things and the dangers and this and that in the world. Right. I don't have to reiterate them for you. So it's like add another challenge with, with like language processing and comprehension and speech and just how she interprets the world. And that's from what from what I understand, that's really what neurodiversity is, is just a different way of viewing the world. But which is fine. You know, I just want to make sure that she she knows what's going on. Like we want to make sure that she knows what's going on in the world. So basically when I got that report today, it made me feel really good. It put some, it gave me a sense of peace because, you know, I know that, you know, she is growing and developing and and learning and making so many connections in her brain. And even if she can't say all the words now, because a lot of her words are still like, girl, what'd you just say? But even if that's still going on, she's making the connections in her brain and she is, she's aware of the world around her and she is, she's growing and she's learning and she's interpreting things and she's, you know, developing that sense of self-awareness that I believe, I believe people, a lot of people are lacking it. Like a lot of people, even people, <laughs> even people um, who are adults. Okay, like let's be real. So there's just, you know, just just certain ways that I just we just want to make sure that we're raising her like right. And we're giving her all the advantages and taking advantage of all the services and things like that. So anyway, fast forward, we're working with this integrative health practice. They have a whole system for detoxing and, you know, getting rid of the inflammation that comes along with, you know, our typical American diet and or with diets that just because, you know, we, we always eat healthy, but okay, we don't always eat healthy. We It's like a 70-30, okay? But now with, with, um, with Savannah's new, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, egg-free, it's like, ooh, okay. <laughs> like, and I am not the type. I am not that mama where I'm over here making separate dishes and, oh, you can't eat this, but you can eat that. I'm not doing that. Even before I had a family, I told myself, I would never do that. Like, why would I make Somebody something healthier than the next person. That doesn't make any sense to me. You're gonna have to get used to this taste. You're gonna have to get used to these new flavors, okay? And you're gonna have to like them. If not, you're gonna have to cook. So, no complaints here. No complaints thus far because honestly, her diet helps us out too, me and my husband. Like, we're eating whole foods. <laughs> That's pretty much it. And not whole foods, the store, but whole, natural, unprocessed foods for the most part. Now, I have to say, I've been very, very grateful for the fact that we're living in the time today because I know, you know, if this was me when I was a child, there wouldn't be nearly as many options for gluten-free and dairy-free and egg-free and soy-free for a a soy-free diet, you know? And my parents are still learning, you know, because when Savannah goes to visit them, they have to adhere to the diet as well so they're still learning all these different things and of course it's harder for them because they're older and you know my dad's always like well when I was young we used to do this and I'm like dad listen you know it's different now the food system is way different it's much more toxic let's be real it's much more about the money and even the the chickens the cows the sheep the the animals are being raised differently like it's it's a different world you know (laughs) I'd be trying to tell my daddy look like Give the times. So anyway, there's so many alternatives. Altern there's alternative milk. There's alternative snacks, cookies. You know we, and so basically, um, when I I just had the appointment, uh, my follow up appointment with the integrative health practice to go over her new diet, and they actually added some supplements and everything in there as well, um, to help her to assist in the detox. So they they recommended you know discontinuing use. We're discontinuing, you know, or strictly adhering, I should say, to her diet of, you know, gluten, egg, dairy, and and soy-free, which I was already doing since, you know, I discovered that like, oh, she really, she really does need to cut this out because I saw the numbers for myself and I was like, whoa, like, and the, the one that surprised me the most was the egg because I, I was told from the allergist that like she can still have food with egg baked into it or, you know, with eggs that, you know, that eggs that they use eggs to make. But this stool test showed like, nah, (laughs) that ain't it either. So, you know, now she's just all, you know, no egg at all. And it's challenging too, because, you know, she still likes to go out to eat. Vanna is bougie. Okay. Vanna is that girl. And Vanna is a bougie little girl. She likes to go out to eat. She loves her pizza She loves her chicken fingers and french fries. And you know, chicken fingers are breaded. They are rarely ever gluten-free unless you go to the store and buy them yourself or make them yourself. Which, I'm not saying that it's lazy. Like, this diet honestly reminds me of me being on a competition diet. Just with no restrictions of, you know, how much, obviously. But it's just eating whole food. You know, it's not like it's that different. Which probably is why it's also not such a huge overhaul for me. Because I was already buying so many items in our pantry, in our fridge and freezer, like gluten-free, dairy-free. But now I had to make sure they're everything free. Like, like I got to make sure they're free from all four of those things, you know? And when we go out to eat, it's no more like, oh yeah, let's eat the bread on the table. Let's, you know, get a pe- get her a pizza or have a quesadilla from Chipotle. It's none of that. So it has been a little challenging reading I already read nutrition labels but now I'm I want to give her variety and give us variety so I'm looking at more labels and of course reading different food that is just you know all free from all the allergens and gluten-free and all those kind of things um but I need to like get acquainted with it and learn more about it and also I'm going back to what I used to do when I was competing and I used to read the menus ahead at restaurants we'd go to so I'm doing that again And sometimes I'm not going to lie. I was just in Trader Joe's and I really wasn't finding much stuff that I could purchase. Like there wasn't many things there that, that were all of the allergen free, which is fine. But you know, Trader Joe's has, you know, they got some fun food. So you want to be able to experience that, but I'm not going to bring it into my home because you know, what's the point? Like who's going to eat that? So, you know, little things like that. But of course, you know, I'm going to be sharing more about the things that I am learning and the foods that she is liking because I, my girl's got good taste. Okay. So if she likes a snack, I'm pretty sure your kid's going to like it too, or you're probably like it too. And you know, it's got to taste good. It's got to be healthy. It's got to fit into her diet. It's just a new journey. So sometimes I have to consciously reject the feeling of overwhelm because I'm like, girl, this is not you know, like, okay, get it. it. It could be, it's a little bit stressful or a little bit overwhelming when, especially with me trying to find her lunch options. Oh my gosh. Like just making sure that she eats for lunch, that she, that she actually eats her food for lunch. But you know what? I'm built for this. Obviously I'm built for this and I can handle it. It's just, you know, I'm recording this show today because sometimes I ain't gonna lie. It do. Today I was in Trader Joe's like, yo, y'all can't, Y'all got to do better. You know, like, people out here got allergies and intolerances. Come on now. Let's go. And the challenge is that she doesn't quite understand that. So she'll be like, oh, I want to go to Chipotle. And I'm like, girl, no, can't go to Chipotle, but I can make you some. And, of course, she looks at me like, girl, I don't want that. Like, she don't say that. But, you know, she just be like, girl. she be like, mom, I don't want that. Like, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm like, girl, like, you don't understand. And, like, how do you explain to a child that, you know, you have inflammation and, you know, your gut bacteria is off and you, you you may have parasites that are affecting, you know, other things in your body. Like, how do you explain that? I can barely explain it to myself. Okay. Like I need to get one of my uh, clinicians on a podcast seriously. So we can talk about this in depth because (laughs) I cannot even explain it. Like a lot of, honestly, even though I, I used to be so heavy into health and fitness, I really had fallen off for a bit. Like, I, I I, didn't fall off in the fact that, you know, I was just eating anything. But, you know, I was just always so up on the research and, and always researching things about nutrition. And so a lot, of, a lot of the things that I do now, it's just second nature. You know, I don't even know why I don't eat certain things or why certain things are bad for you. I just know not to mess with them because – you know, like I just I just know from my from studying so much and from being so involved in that world back in the day that now everything is just a habit. It's like all second nature. It's like, OK, I know when I eat something I shouldn't be eating, that I should not be eating it. And if I do it anyway, it's on me. You know what I mean? Like I didn't I, I'm not five one sixty because, you know, I don't like to eat. Let's keep it real. I'm not this thick because I don't enjoy food. All right? Like, <laughs> your girl has always loved food. She's always loved to eat. And so, anyway, um, the challenge, so, honestly, Savannah's new diet really does help us all as a family eat healthier, eat more vegetables, eat, you know, better quality ingredients in our food, and, and not just while we're here in the house, but also when we're out and about. So, I'm not really mad at it. But, it is a little bit like, oh, man, you know, it's and, and honestly, like everything in her diet, you know, will, may not have to be removed forever. So let me just caveat that like this is a process of detoxifying and reducing or and eliminating inflammation in her body from these foods and helping her to which will also help her to improve her speech. Because, you know, I don't know if you know, but, you know, there's the gut brain connection, as they call it. And your gut affects your brain, your gut affects your immune system. Like it's very important to get your gut in order, your gut bacteria in order. So ladies, if you are not taking your probiotics and your digestive enzymes, please do so. Okay. If you are not taking, you know what I'm saying? Like your, your fish oil, your vitamin, like please, please do so. All right. Um, if you are not eating fermented foods, okay. Sauerkraut, pickles, anything fermented, you know what I'm saying, like. Please do so. I mean at least once a day. And I'm talking to myself too because I need to do better. I ran out of my probiotics. I always get the kind from Garden of Life. And or is it Doctor? What's the doctor's name? I don't know. But um I always get my probiotics, the 50, I think it's 90 billion actually, CFUs. And I ran out and I didn't re-up, but now I'm gonna re-up. All right. I'm gonna re-up because that just helps. Everything helps our body to break down our food and to be able to turn our food into, you know, nutrition and things that can help our bodies and all those things. And we can worry about um, illnesses and all that kind of stuff less. And also, being sick over the last week helped me to realize, like, girl, you are not doing everything that you could do. Okay. Like, you need to be getting better sleep. You need to be breathing more, meditating more, because obviously you must be a little stressed if you just going don't, if you just going to get over one cold and then get under another one, or maybe my cold never went away. I'm not sure. But anyway, losing my voice. I was like, really, Jalisa? Really? You're just going to lose your voice? You still hear it's kind of strange. So I'm trying to not talk as loud and everything. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I just want to document this journey <laughs> of this gluten-free egg-free, soy-free, and dairy-free lifestyle that we're going to live. And I'm sure it's for another reason outside of us, because I do believe that everything that we go through is meant to help others if we choose to accept, you know, the call. But um, yeah, I uh, we're we going to be documenting this journey. And I'm going to keep sharing it with you I'm going to probably put together some food lists and all that kind of stuff because y- y- y'all know – well, maybe y'all don't know, but I'm a Canva freak. I'm a Canva girl. I love it. I be mm, up in there making workbooks, spreadsheets, worksheets all the time, and my whole website on it. Like, I love me some Canva. So it's nothing for me to really put together um, a Canva, like, whole, you know, guide on this once I learn more about it. I'm not going to do that now as a newbie or – but, you know – put together some good foods and you know good brands and and some suggestions maybe even some recipes things like that in the future you know I guess I just can't quite escape the health and and fitness side of me you know I just I just want to be known for branding and content creation and being this amazing entrepreneur but apparently you know health continues to find me (laughs) which isn't a bad thing I'm not mad at it it's just, you know, that's the thing. That's why also another reason that women need personal brands because we're so multifaceted. We're multi-passionate. We have multiple interests. You know, we should be, a, we should have a place, a creative space to express them all and share them all and embrace all sides of us. However, I'm not going to get too into it because that's a whole different podcast, but I just wanted to share with y'all this journey and just, you know, just be like, j- just to let you know, like, listen, if you know you're you going through something with your with your kid, and you're not alone, okay. And just to share some insight on the things that that we're dealing with and that we're going through, and that we're making it through. And we're going to I'm going to continue to update you on Savannah's progress. I think it's really important to to just take note of that and to document that as well. And it also helps me to kind of be more on top of things as a mom, because you know and this is what I'll I guess I'll talk about this before I go. I didn't think that I, when, you know, my husband was the one who first noticed something with Savannah, you know, outside of her speech, I was like, you know, no, my girl is fine. Let her grow and develop on her own. I was so against her being compared to anyone else. I didn't want that for her. I wanted her to be able you know, be her own person, right? So, He was always like, no, I think we should get her looked at. I think we should get her evaluated. So it did cause some riff in our marriage because he didn't think that I really like, he didn't think I really cared about that. And I'm like, no, I just cared so much about her emotional well-being because I know how, I, I just remember how I felt when I felt like my parents were comparing me to other people and they weren't seeing me for me and for who I was. And I just never wanted to do that to my kid. Or my kids, you know, I always just want them to know, like, I see you, you know, I see you, I respect you, and you are beautiful just the way that you are. Like, you're beautiful, you're perfect. So, so I was always against it. But then we went to a birthday party a couple years ago, and I just noticed that my daughter, she was a lot more hyperactive. She was a lot more, you know, she didn't want to sit as long. It was like a little spa party. She didn't want to sit to get her nails and toes done she didn't want any part of it like we had to leave the party and like go sit in you know like the little lobby area to you know and it was just me and her so it was really lonely I and all the other girls and their moms were all like you know they were taking cute pictures of their daughters getting their nails done and putting their oatmeal mask on their face and my daughter is just like on the phone she does not want any parts of that the only way I could calm her down was for her was to give her a phone and you know and it just felt so lonely and so isolating and that was a that was really a turning point for me because that's when I really realized like okay maybe there's something to what my husband is saying there is something different about my daughter like there's a reason that she she doesn't want to get her nails done there's a reason that she doesn't really want to do this right now and it and it was like I didn't I didn't wanna make her feel bad about it, like I didn't, you know, it's just like, parenting is, it's just like, it's, there's no handbook, there's no manual, but you also gotta do the best you can the first time around, because you really can't get it wrong. Like, you can't fuck this up. You know what I mean, this is a human. So there, and there's a lot of things that I believe that my parents did and said to me that they didn't think stayed with me as long as it did and as long as it has. And it wasn't their intention to make me feel a certain type of way, but it did. I mean, but they did, you know. And I just don't want her to have to go and undo a bunch of damage that I or my husband did. You know what I mean? So anyway, long story long, that was, you know, part of my um that, that was like really what encouraged me to be like, okay, to, to kind of like accept the whole thing and listen to my husband and and what he had to say. And it, it did bring us closer. So that was good. But um, that was really how we first, you know, we were, we were like, I was like, that's when I got on board with the whole evaluation thing and all that kind of stuff. And so at the same time, when she was, when she did finally get diagnosed, it was still a hard pill to swallow. Not going to lie. It was still really hard. And I can say it now without crying or without, you know, choking up and everything like that because, you know, I don't I just it just um I just know that like we're good. She's good, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just a matter of there was also the point where I wanted to make sure because I'm such a overshare, like I'm such a sharer and I and I share to help other people, like I said. I'm the type that I always want to make people feel comfortable around me. Right. So I I don't, I didn't want to like share her business and you know, like, like I, I didn't want that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to just be sharing just to share. And I didn't want to just share to like make it. I, I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted to respect her privacy and I didn't want to just be out here talking about her diagnoses like, I don't know. I just didn't, it didn't feel right to me at the time because I, I was like, I can't tell if I'm, you know, like, I just, I don't know. I just, I couldn't really tell if I was doing it to help or if I would be doing it to just share and get it off my chest. But, you know, like I said, the things that I put online, like that we put online, like they live forever. So I just, I I just had to be really mindful of that. So when it comes to me, I'll share everything about myself all day. But you know, this is my daughter. Like she she's she's a whole different person. How do I know she's gonna grow up and, and want to be on YouTube or, or want to be, you know, on a podcast or whatever. You know what I mean? So or on Instagram and be like telling her business and stuff. You know, I don't know. So but now it feels a lot better. We really we've also processed it and we've been through so many therapies and mostly speech therapy you know thankfully like she does need to work on like her fine motor skills like with scissor cutting apparently but um you know like she's she's good and I'm really proud of her we're, we're really proud of her and super thankful and grateful for her and um yeah I just wanted to share that and talk about that challenge because this gluten free dairy free soy free egg free life is not for the week okay but we gonna do it we gonna make it we gonna make it we gonna make it uh, so anyways thank y'all for listening I will keep updating y'all on her progress and share this episode with someone who needs to hear it And yeah, I will talk to y'all later. Don't forget to rate and review. And, you know, thank you for being part of the Money Making Housewife family. I do appreciate you. And next time I talk to you, I will hopefully have my full voice. Okay. Yes.